Talking Again podcast. Now tuned in to the tap in. Talking again, talking again. Yeah. Welcome to the podcast. My talk a little shit, get a little brash. My drink a little bit, smoke a little bit. Vibe a little bit, laugh a little bit. Yeah. Host the buffer down. Tell it like it is, only tell it rare. Live every Tuesday, you know the deal. We talking again, we talking again. Now tuned in to the tap in. Now tuned in to the tap in. What's up, everybody? This is Fidel of Talking Again Podcast. Um, I'm here on another edition of the show with my guest for today, Sean Fitzgerald. Thanks for having me. No problem. Let me let me let me reintroduce you. I am here today <laughs> with the president of Just Boxing Foundation, Sean Fitzgerald. Thank you very much. I'm glad What's to going be on? here. How's everything? It's going well. That's good. Yeah, I have no complaints. How are you? I'm great. Good. I'm great. Tired, exhausted, but great. Right. You know, I can't complain. Good. I have health, somewhat, even though I don't look that great. <laughs> somewhat? I have the bag over there, the, the heavy bag. I noticed that. I haven't hit that thing in a long time. You got a couple pair of gloves and everything. I, you see all that my little setup right there? Yeah. Yeah, they're collecting a lot of dust, but we're going to get back into it. I'm taking a break. We're going to do a re- re- reset, recharge. It's a really good workout. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a, I love it, dude. Yeah. Heavy when bag I, workout. That'll get you sweating. Yeah, I know. i seen you working out. I, I seen you during the pandemic. You were making your own stuff. <laughs> I had to. Everything was so I freaking had, expensive. Gyms, back then, that was back when all the gyms were closed. Oh, right. Right? And so you couldn't go to the gym and, and, and work out and... I didn't have any of that stuff in my house. Like yeah. I, at the time, I didn't have a heavy bag. And since then, I've kind of built up a little bit of a collection because yeah. of it. But it was just like, what did I have? And I'm like looking around. I got bungee cords. I got a volleyball. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like make a double end bag. Yeah. That's where that picture's from. Yeah, actually, see, yeah, because like it was like a makeshift yeah, one. The picture that you used on the flyer that yeah. makes me look way cooler than I actually oh, dude, am. By the way, <laughs> stop it, dude. Where, like I look like I actually you're oozing cool. I actually look like I somewhat know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. uh, but in reality, yeah, no, that was just uh, me putting together what I did. And in fact, when I posted that online. You know, I said like, "Hey, I, I the homemade double M bag, the the volleyball T-shirt, two bungee cords, mm-hmm. a dog collar, and a paver. That's what I use." Yeah. And that got a lot of attention, like more than a lot of other posts that I put up there. <laughs> like some people reached out to me and were like, "Hey, that's so cool. What's the, what's the uh, dog collar for?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because you can't see it, right? What is and the dog collar for? Well, exclusive. Yeah, the, the exclusive. Here's the the dog collar on the makeshift double N bag. So I had one bungee that ran from the t-shirt that was holding. So it's a t-shirt. It's holding mm-hmm. a volleyball inside. Yeah. And one bungee went from one sleeve of the t-shirt and ran up and like hooked to a hook in the ceiling. Yeah. The other one has to go down and hook to the floor. Mm-hmm. And you want it to stay in one place. So what I did is I wrapped a dog collar around a paver, mm-hmm. like that a yard paver, yeah. like a, you know. So I wrapped a dog collar around it and that's what the bottom bungee nice. hooked to. Because yeah. it has a D-ring on it and everything yeah, yeah. like that. You know what I mean? So uh-huh. it just made... Good for a makeshift bag. There you go. Did that you have to Google popular. it or did you make you just use MacGyver that? No, yourself? I just made it up. <laughs> I was just trying to find a way to work out. When I man. first saw it, I was like, man, these are like some prison stuff right here. No, I was I'm just like, trying to find a way to work out. Yeah. So like, because, uh, you know, basically without, at the time, all the basketball courts were closed and all the, the boxing gyms were closed yeah. and, and that's it. Like yeah. that was the way that I would work out. And I don't work out often, mm-hmm. to be honest, right? Like I'm not as consistent with it as i as i should be yeah um boxing is one of the things that i can always get behind like once i start doing it i enjoy it yeah and i would play basketball maybe like once a week or something like that That's all good. the courts were closed they took all the rims down and everything back yeah. so i was just trying to find a way to not you know put on all the extra weight because yeah. i was doing zero putting zero into working out mm-hmm. and uh i had some things laying around Although that was like probably the fourth or fifth generation. I tried some <laughs> other things that, yeah, that didn't, didn't work, work quite as well. <laughs> I had like a sleeping bag that was stuffed with Ziplocs full of sand oh, <laughs> that I was, I was hitting for a while. And Take, then Taking your da- your daughter's sand, uh, sand from her sandbox or what? No, we just like, my backyard has it didn't have any grass in it. Yeah. It's just like dirt. Uh-huh. And I was like literally shoveling dirt into Ziploc bags and putting them inside the sleeping bag <laughs> that we hung up. And I was doing that for yeah. a while. I don't know if you remember, but like all the equipment, if you wanted to buy dumbbells, anything like that was all, it was either if it was gone or expensive as fuck on offer up, you're going to be paying three or four times as much. Absolutely gone. And yeah, I didn't want to pay for any of that. 
Yeah. And the other thing is I didn't really have a space to do like the hang the heavy bag yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Like I didn't have a space for that. So it all had to be kind of freestanding or things that I could just put away mm-hmm. when I was done. And that's why I was like, oh, okay, like, you know, I'll try this. I'll try that. Yeah. Um, so I tried a bunch of different things. The double end bag is kind of what, what stuck. Yeah. And then, the, you know, obviously a lot of a boxing workout, things like jump rope and using the ladder, the agility all stuff, that stuff. Yeah. yeah. All the agility ladder stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I was able to put together a short enough routine that <laughs> nice. I could do in my backyard. Little workshop. Yeah. Yeah. Try and keep myself straight. <clears throat> you know what, you know, what's funny, man, when, you, when you're, you're talking about that and I, it just brings back memories of when my dad, when, when I was young, I was maybe 15, 16 years old. I asked for a heavy bag because I wanted to start working out. I'm like, yeah, yeah I want, you know, I, I hit hard. Let me, <laughs> let me work on this, you know, like, let me get, give me a heavy bag. Well, you know, we didn't have that much money. You know, we used to like, we, it was a treat for us to get in and out down the street. You right, know, right. Like, it was always like, you know, home food at the house. Yeah. So um, we went to the swap meet and my dad bought himself a, a military bag. So, you know, that military bag, but it wasn't like the soft, you know, it was like, yeah, a, like a the canvas, canvas one. one. Yeah, yeah, canvas yeah. One. Okay. I know what you're talking about. Perfect. Now we got the idea. So then he gets a, a, a big ass bag, puts it inside like as a liner. And we go to my uncle's shop and he he's uh he used to do make furniture. So we get all that. He got all that sawdust and just packed it in. Right. But he didn't just like put it in there and just tie it up. He packed it in. You yeah, know what I mean? Gotta pack it, in. It, it took three guys <laughs> to hang it. I'm surprised that the freaking patio didn't fall off, fall down. And then trying to hit that thing and move it, it was like hitting brakes. You know, I was just like, "What the?" And I'm hitting it. My my nail, my knuckles are getting all busted up because I don't I don't have wraps. You know, right, right. No tape, none of that. I'm hitting it, and I'm. I mean, I'm moving it, but it was just like it was crazy experience. Needless to say, I use it for about one week, and then I'm like, I'm done. That I can't, I can't anymore. I go, if you're not gonna hit that thing, then I can't hit it. So we're done. <laughs> right. Never knew what happened to that heavy bag, but hey, you know what? But your pops was supportive of that. Though. Yeah. He, you know what yes, I mean? He tried yes. to make it work for yeah. you. And I can appreciate that. Yeah. I remember telling my dad I wanted to box when I was like, you know, in my early teens mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, yeah, he wasn't with it. <laughs> <laughs> let's just let's just say that. Yeah. No, my dad wasn't with it. He no. wasn't with it or but like then your, football your, your or your family anything. comes from the boxing uh background, right? Not as competitors. So my my uncle, uh Jim Fitzgerald, mm-hmm. um, he he still to this day actually does some ring announcing mm. local in the local boxing community yeah. here. So um, all-star boxing, spar star, like stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, you'll catch him in the ring. Nice. Announcing the fights. Yeah. He used to back in the, you know, when I was younger, um, he did it for forum boxing nice. too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so your dad was like, nah, you're not even doing boxing, no, bo- no football. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. My, my dad wasn't, uh, yeah. I, you know, I'm a little guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like so, like I'm I'm like uh, maybe five seven or yeah. something like that. I'm I, right now I'm Both probably 20? sitting at like one forty oh, or something like that. Soaking wet, one forty on a good day. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> if I worked out and I'm like I hit the scale at the right time, yeah. You know, one forty, which is kind of where I I try and stay like right around there. You know, mm-hmm. um. So I've always been like in high school. You imagine I was even, I was even less than that. I was probably yeah. like 120 pounds or yeah. or something like that. You know. And the football coach, uh, especially my freshman year, like uh, the football coach had in his mind that I should play football. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And he wasn't even like the head coach. He was like an assistant coach. And he knew me because I used to hang out with his son when we were in like uh, middle school. Okay. You know, so when we started freshman year, he was always like, this kid, you got to get this kid to play football. Yeah. So I got on it for a minute and, you know, I told my dad like, hey, you know, I want to want to play football and he was like nah <laughs> you can't play football you gotta watch me dad you gotta watch me <laughs> did he did he even go watch it i don't know it was just a no no it was just a hard no <laughs> my uh my uh i have a you know a three brothers and, and a sister older they're all older yeah yeah i'm the youngest so the brother right above me he was in school with me at the same time he's like three years older than me and so like when i was a freshman he was a senior you know, so we both we both mm. went to school at the same time, not to the same school, but they were like connected. Okay. But anyways, like he's like built different than me. Like we're about the same height, but he's real stocky, mm. you know, like has like broad shoulders, has always kind of been barrel chested. Yeah. He's not buff. He's just like naturally larger, you know, thick. like wider. Yeah. yeah. Thick. Yeah, That's yeah. a good way to put it. Thick. So it was always like, you know, I think it was just kind of like, 
look at your brother. Like he, <laughs> you know, like, like that's how you should be built. For... The other thing is I, I've seen pictures of my dad when he, like only one or two yeah. when he was younger and I've heard stories and stuff like that. And I guess he was like a, you know, like a proper athlete, like, mm. you know, you know, buff and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was never like that. You know what I mean? I was never all cut up or anything. I'm just, I'm just a lean dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think so that's uh, when he handed you a microphone. He's right here. Yeah. Start talking. <laughs> no, I think it was more like, uh, you know, like, you know, I, I wasn't built from that. Yeah. I wasn't cut from that. He was cloth. protecting you. You know, he didn't, he didn't want yeah. to see you get hurt. I wasn't there. cut from that cloth, but I'm going to tell you something right now. And my brother, I, even if he hears this, that's okay. <laughs> I would smoke my brother at football any day of the week. Even back then, if you're if you're watching this, yeah. we don't even belong on the same field together. Oh, Get it right. Get it right. Any day of the week, even he might now, have been. That's a, a challenge. It'd right be now. tough. Like he he's a tough dude. Yeah. You know, I'm, he could tackle all that. I'm sure. Yeah. If he if he can catch if he could you. catch me, but he couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't catch me. He couldn't see me. This yeah. is my back. You know yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> What about in boxing? Did you ever get in the ring with your brother? Oh no, 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 no! I never, I never. But you did, did some sparring, right? Oh, I've done a lot of sparring. Yeah, yeah, I've done a lot of sparring. I, I basically, uh, I'd say I, I basically give as good as I take. You know what I mean? I'm like a fifty-fifty kind of guy. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I've, I've won just as much as I've lost. Yeah. Not that sparring, to be honest, sparring isn't really about winning and losing. I, right. If you're to if work you're doing and, it right, yeah. you know, um, I would say it's about learning. It's a, it's like a learning experience. You're supposed to be in there kind of learning from each other. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you could take a guy's head off and it's that easy, then why do it in sparring? Like yeah. if you like work on something else, maybe work on defense or mm-hmm. work on something different. So it's not really like sparring is not about winning and losing. That's why a lot of times you'll see people make big deals out of sparring. That's not always the best judge or characteristic. Yeah. You know? I don't um, think too many cats mm-hmm. think like that though. Have you ever gotten in the ring with somebody that was just like a little aggressive and you're like, ah, uh. yeah. How'd yeah. I go? <laughs> no, I'll say uh, I actually, I got into a ring. Uh, one time stands out very clearly with a guy who was relatively new to boxing and I had been doing it for a few years. Mm-hmm. He came in from another gym with his own trainer and they asked to spar a pro yeah. in the gym. Um, and my coach, not knowing anything about this fighter, was kind of said, you know, get in there with Sean, and if and if you can hang with Sean, then maybe we'll talk about yeah. you sparring a pro, Yeah, you know? Because um, he just kind of came in. Almost, it's almost like, when you think about it, it's kind of weird. Almost like old school, you know, like dojo a, challenge. Like yeah. you've seen the martial arts movies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like some, something like, like that. Like Rocky uh, Rocky <clears throat> Four. When uh, Tommy Gunn, you know, just like showed up I, to the ring. That's and, Rocky Five. Oh, I'm sorry, Rocky Five. Man shows over no i'm just kidding <laughs> my bad i forgot about rocky four was the russian right Drago. they just re-edited that by the way which one you could watch a new cut of rocky really? four really all new footage new footage yeah shut up there's like 40 something minutes in new footage really yeah are you bullshitting no i'm not, I'm not. <laughs> what can it's i watch this? rocky versus drago really yeah god this is all new to me what can i go watch is that netflix yeah it's just what no not netflix i think you just get it on like amazon or oh, Apple. okay i'll have to check it out this is not a plug for Rocky this for is, the new well, edited. But I enjoyed it. Okay. So you then, guys should check it out. Yeah. If you like Rocky, you should yeah. check it out. Okay. But anyway, so yeah, so he came in, he wanted to spar a pro in the gym. Um, he's uh, quite a bit taller than me, probably around the same weight though. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of skinnier mm-hmm. than me, if you can believe that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they, they brought the dude in and my coach was like, no, nah, you have to hang with Sean. If you can hang with Sean, then we could talk about sparring someone else. Yeah. And so we sparred the first round. I'm not going to lie. In the first round, I had a really difficult time with his length and his height, mm-hmm. right? Um, and he, he really just just jabbed my head off for, you know, like one round. Mm-hmm. But he's also very aggressive, right? So he's very, like, essentially, he was he was actually, he was trying, you know, mm-hmm. like trying to, to injure me. Yeah, trying and, to take you yeah, out. Yeah, like, yeah, he's trying to injure me in some way. Uh, and so in the first round, he, he bloodied my nose. Mm. And I'll, my coach lit into me going back to my my corner. I was like, "What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you letting me?" He was, he, yeah, he's like, "What are you doing?" Like, like you know. And he gave me a tip. Um, you know, he told me how to slip the, the how I should be slipping the punch that yeah. time, and and basically I should look for the overhand right. Uh, you know that kind of stuff. And I went out and I did what he said, and it worked. And yeah. I, you know, I caught the guy with a good overhand right, and his nose started to bleed. And he, you know. It, 
and I didn't feel bad about it because mm-hmm. like I, it's supposed to be a learning experience, but at the same time, I think he was being a little bit aggressive too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I didn't feel bad about it. Caught him with an overhand right. His nose started to bleed. Mine has started to bleed in the first round. So yeah. Now we're even. Yeah, yeah. But uh, he was like done after that. Mm. Yeah. He was just kind of like, you know, hey, hold up. My nose is bleeding. Yeah, like, yeah. Let's stop. Kind of tap out. So, I'm done. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I don't know if he tapped out or yeah, that's tap what. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's not like not to. You heard that's him. Not he to was make, afraid. He didn't, want, he didn't want any more of the heat. No, yeah, that's not intended to make me sound macho because I'm not. Like I said, but you asked for an example of yeah. someone who is kind of overly aggressive. Yeah, yeah. That guy stands out in my mind. Yeah, but I, it's not not like that with a lot of fighters, mm-hmm. especially at your own gym. You know, like the cats at my gym, I would do anything to help them win, and and I think prepare them. You know, yeah, that. yeah, mm-hmm. right. Um, and so. You know, and I'm by no means am I a professional boxer or anything like that. So I'm not the one to give lessons or advice or I'm not a boxing coach. You know, yeah, I'm yeah. just passionate about it. I've done it, you know, since I was in my early twenties or, or thereabouts. Um, I've gotten beat up, you know, <laughs> plenty of times. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Did you ever consider at any point I know I've asked you this before, but at any point being like going taking a couple of fights, amateur fights? Or pro? I still consider to, it to be honest. Really? Yeah, to be completely honest, it yeah. crosses my mind all the time. Yeah, I still, I still, you know, kind of sit there and go, oh, I wonder. Yeah, you know, they they have a masters division, mm-hmm. and I qualify for it. I'm, you know, I can compete uh, in the masters. Yeah, um, which is above, I think above the age of thirty five. Um, and you know, if I found the right match, like I still think about it all the time. Yeah. to be honest. Yeah. Is there anything that's holding you back, or is it just you said, like you said, you find the right match? No, it's not. It's not about finding the right match. I think the thing that holds me back is actually the the commitment that it takes. It's the one thing that I think I never had. If you ask me, like, well, how come you didn't fight? How come? Hey, look, I've interviewed, you know, at this point, dozens and dozens of professional fighters. I've had the opportunity and the privilege to talk to to world champions, yeah. to amateur champions, to so many different people. One thing I can tell you is they are all extremely dedicated. They're extremely dedicated. Um, I mean, we're talking, these are people who are getting up early in the morning. They're running five miles, six miles, eight miles. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're, that's like part of their routine. Yeah. Uh, you know, then they're hitting the gym. You know, sometimes I've, I've talked to amateurs. They're, still, they're going to school. They're hitting their books. They're doing all that working, stuff, right? right? Yeah, I've talked to uh, plenty of professionals who have, you know, jobs, who have regular jobs, yeah. even, uh, full-time jobs and stuff like that, right? So you have to have that dedication. And without it, you can't expect to be any good. That's kind of my, you know, uh, like no matter how skilled you are, mm-hmm. I think um, there's a difference between being skilled and being prepared. Mm. Um, and that's a level of dedication that, uh, you know, in any sport, like I... I played a little bit of, of basketball in high school, for instance. Mm-hmm. Um, hated to practice. I wrestled in high school. Alan Everson over here. Practice. Yeah, we talking yeah. practice. <laughs> that clip's taken out of context. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what he's saying. Yeah. Uh, not that I need to defend AI. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but um, no, it's true. Like you know what I mean. Like I wrestled. Um, I was I was a, a decent wrestler, right? But I hated practice. I hated wrestling practice. I I, I play basketball. I love to play basketball. Hated practice. You know what I mean? I think at the end of the day, what it boils down to is am I willing to commit myself to the lifestyle? Because yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is not like, um, you know, not to use a cliche that, you know, I almost don't even want to say it, but people always say you don't play boxing. You know yeah, what I mean? You yeah. hear it so much that it's, you know. Yeah. But at the end of the day, but it's, it's true. Right? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not something you want to dabble in. Yeah, you know what I mean. You know, like find another hobby. No, it's good. It actually, I'll take that back because there are plenty of people who do boxing for fitness, mm-hmm. and it's great. It's actually great for fitness. If you guys do boxing for fitness and you just go and work out at the gym, like I said, if you hit the heavy bag, that's a great workout. Yeah, like that's kind of where we started this. Right. So I won't say, but when I say you don't dabble in it, you don't dabble in competition. Right. Right. Like yeah. you don't dabble in the competition of boxing. Um, and so at the end of the day, if you can't make the commitment, if you can't live the lifestyle, you don't belong there mm. and you'll find out either the, you know, the easy way or the hard <laughs> or the way, hard way, you know yeah. what I mean? The, ca- the canvas will be talking yeah, to you. You'll, you'll find out the hard way. Yeah. So I think part of it is, you know, if I, I, do I feel as though if I trained properly for six months, like I could be prepared to go and do that. 
potentially, yeah. you know, like, uh, because I've been around it for as long as I have. So I don't mean that, like, I don't just mean like, Hey, anybody in, in six months, you could be right. ready to have your first amateur fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Like, uh, but I do think that, um, if I trained really hard, could I get there? Yeah, I could get there. I could fight masters amateur. It's really a question of, do you want to train that hard? Mm -hmm. And, and what are you doing it for besides your ego? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Cause like, I don't need it in my life right. in that way. Um, so it's kind of funny that I still think about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Right. Like I'm, I'm content. It's the ego. Yeah. Like Maybe? I'm content. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's almost like, you know, fulfilling your, your ego. Yeah. You know, proving something to yourself, you know, completing it. Maybe the, you yeah. know, the, the, the journey. Yeah. I'll show my dad one day. <laughs> <laughs> I told you dad. One day, one day I'll show my dad. <laughs> See what happens. Oh, uh, speaking of things you need. I'm not sure if this is this is falls under that category, but the Just Boxing Foundation. Yeah, that's something that I I feel like like you're very passionate about since I'm you since you first told me about, it. about yeah. it. Yeah, well, first of all, the the important thing to note if you didn't get it from the last part of the conversation, I'm extremely passionate about boxing. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a huge boxing fan. I love uh, to participate in it to the extent that I still can at this yeah. age. Uh, it's a tremendous workout. It's been an important part of my life. Actually, last time we came on here, uh, you know, I kind of went into depth of it, when you've interviewed as many fighters as I have, everybody yeah. has the boxing save my life story. Mm -hmm. And I have one too. Yeah. It's just different. Mm -hmm. um, but it's done a lot for me. It really has. It's done a lot for me. It helped me get my head right at a time when, you know, my it wasn't, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, you know, I was going through a lot emotionally and, and physically and uh, just things I wasn't prepared to handle, you know, and yeah. boxing taught me how to handle them, helped me, you know? Um, and I, I've always said, and I'll continue to say, I credit my family above all else because they're extremely supportive and a loving group of people. Mm -hmm. And I have them to thank for getting my head right more than anything else. But yeah. second to that is boxing. Mm -hmm. Just boxing foundation is my, my penance. Like it's, it's, it's what I owe. Mm. It's what I owe to the sport. Right, because of what it did for me, yeah, and that's why I'm passionate about it. So I'm passionate about boxing. I'm a fan of boxing, but I also feel like I owe a debt, and it's not fulfilled yet. Mm -hmm. And that's why we started Just Boxing Foundation. What is Just Boxing Foundation? Just Boxing Foundation is a nonprofit organization um, registered with the IRS. You could find us, you know, on all the sort of nonprofit registries and mm -hmm. things like that. Um, the mission of just boxing foundation is to support past and empower future generations of boxers yeah um so to date we were founded in november of 2019 uh we've probably raised somewhere between 12 and 13k that we've given uh to the boxing community amateur boxing programs um you know different initiatives that we've done as part of that we've given grants to all of the Olympic qualifiers from Los Angeles and Orange County yeah. uh, that competed in Louisiana like two years ago. That was one of the first initiatives mm -hmm. that we did. I think I came yeah, on for that the too. The 2020 one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I came on for that too. So we gave grants for uh, all of those people. Just this past October, uh, we gave two scholarships, right? Uh, two $1,200 scholarships to fighters uh, who live and train in Southern California uh, who are college students mm -hmm. as well. So we gave them college scholarships. Um during the pandemic, sort of at the height of the pandemic, uh, we gave away just over $4,000 in grants to uh, fighters who had had bouts canceled in Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, and uh, very recently, we sponsored an all-women's uh, boxing tournament mm. in, in Northern California. Cool. Uh, so those are some of the things that we've done just since 2019. And I know it's a little, you know, it's not a lot. Yeah. We're a small organization. Um, I hope to be able to do this on, a, on on an even bigger scale, like outside of Los Angeles and Orange County. Mm -hmm. um, oh, the other one I forgot was uh, CalMat. So oh, at right. the height of the pandemic, right, we yeah. donated a lot of boxing fitness equipment mm -hmm. to CalMat at their facility. Yeah. That's the team that was uh, on the front lines dealing mm -hmm. with COVID patients and stuff like that. Right. Um, so those are some of the initiatives that we've that we've done, and we're growing. And I hope to be able to do that in more communities, like we did our first thing, like I mentioned, in Northern California and and ideally expand that to yeah. other places. Yeah. No, I mean, I know uh, when we first talked about it, it's, it was, it's a very small team that you have, but it is, yeah. it is a, a, like you said, they're all, all three of you guys are passionate about it. I'm sure it's grown. 
since then? Is it? There's a core team of four of us, but there's other people who help us with these mm-hmm. initiatives. Yeah. Okay. Like each time, you know, we've gotten support from other areas. Um, we've had a few gyms help us with like donations. Uh, we've had other people involved, you know, to, to do different roles at different yeah. times. Yeah. How can uh, people out there help out? Cause I know that, you know, that would be a big thing is if more people know about it helping out. Right. Right. Of course. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, you can always donate, uh, to the nonprofit. You can donate through our website, which mm-hmm. is uh, justboxing.org, uh, or you can donate through Facebook, which is just boxing foundation on mm-hmm. Facebook. Um, there are donate buttons there. There might even be a donate button on Instagram. Oh, maybe. I'm not the best with, uh, I'll tell you guys right now, if you go onto uh, my <laughs> Instagram, my link tree, and you go on that page, you'll see a donate to the just boxing life foundation. I added that on there. So oh, if, if you ever want to check it out, Awesome. That's where you guys can find it too. So I think I think uh, there might even be one on Instagram. I'm not the greatest with social media, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. I'll teach you later. No, I'm just yeah, I, I would I'm appreciate the worst it. At it. I'm the worst Are you at really? it. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, I'm I, I'm just barely learning this Linktree thing. But I, like I said, I did. I don't even know what Linktree is. <laughs> think of it exactly what that is, right? A tree with branches, but they're links. You click on it, and it takes you to another link. <laughs> Got you. So it's one power link. Okay. But it's pretty cool. It works. It works. It works amazing. You can show me Linktree when we're done. I'll show you Linktree when we're done. But uh, yes, that's cool. So, I mean, if we uh, if we go out there, help out, donate, it'll make the foundation, you know, grow. Obviously, the the 10s and the 20s are going to add up, right? But that's the whole goal is to just get as many as we can people out yeah. there. Yeah. I mean, one thing I should clarify, everybody's working on a volunteer basis. Mm-hmm. So none of us get paid to do any of this right. stuff. Everything that is donated is going towards initiatives like the ones that I described. Mm-hmm. Um, And there will be more of those. We hope to be able to do that, you know, continually. Like I would love to do the scholarships every year. You know, I would love to do, you know, more and more in this, in this community. So. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but the nonprofits 501Cs, that's what that is, right? Like no one gets paid. It's all hundred percent goes towards that. Or is that, does it change? No, a 501C3 is still a corporation. And to some extent, I, there are nonprofits that are going to have, you know, executive teams and things like that, that get paid. They're bigger. Right. Like they'll have a payroll and things like that. Like we have to have an EIN number, an employee, you know, identification number and all that different stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Right now, there are four main people who work um, for just Boxing Foundation, just working on those key initiatives and things like that. Um, None of us take a salary. Nobody does. We're all we all operate on a voluntary basis. Got you. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the things I wanted to uh, segue from that was. the some of the the applicants right the ones that need to register for that how how are you guys getting across that message across to them like is it have you found it difficult to get a hold of them for the scholarships for the for scholarships instance? yeah <clears throat> okay so for the scholarships we promoted that mostly on social media okay um and we did box it in so this was the first time that we'd given a scholarship right mm-hmm. and so we weren't sure what to expect yeah and, and like i said we've only we were founded in 2019 We've done a few initiatives in the past that had applications, so we knew a little bit about dealing with that. Yeah. This is the first time that we were going, uh, you know, for college students who were actively competing uh, as either amateurs or professionals, mm-hmm. um, and so we didn't know what to expect. And so the first thing we did is we kind of said, okay, well, how are we going to limit the number of applications that we receive in the in the event that there's going to be like an influx? Um, and so we did it by geography, and typically our initiatives so far have focused mainly in the Los Angeles area because that's our home. Yeah. You know, this that's where we're from. Yeah. Um, so we're focused on, and, and it's also a hotbed for boxing. You know, right. from an LBC LA. standpoint, amateur boxing is broken into local boxing communities. We have one of the largest. Um, so like, it's, it's uh, this is where we focus. So we kind of said, hey, we're going to focus in Los Angeles or Southern California, geographically speaking, mm-hmm. on colleges, public colleges and universities that are that are in that geography. And yeah. if you attend one of these, uh, and we did that just to limit scope mm-hmm. because, you know, we didn't know how many applications we were going to get. In retrospect, we probably could have expanded beyond that mm-hmm. and taken more applications than we actually did receive. Yeah. Um, but all of the messaging for that went out through social media. Mm-hmm. I would say the biggest barrier wasn't really the application. It was like getting everyone to follow up with all the things that you need mm. to like verify that process. So you'd have people who submit applications, for instance. Um, but like, you know, 
we need a college transcript because we have to know that you're actually attending a college or university. Right. There are things that we need. Like yeah. if you're if you're saying if you're applying as an amateur boxer, we need your USA boxing membership card, mm-hmm. right? So just so we know that you're actually a member. Uh, and wrangling all of that was difficult. No, I'm no. not gonna lie. Yeah, you had to contact people like like, hey, you know, just want to let you know we yeah. need we need your membership card. Can you get us your membership card? <laughs> you know, <laughs> can you get us your transcript? Yeah, it, it can yeah. be unofficial. It was an unofficial transcript we were looking for, so you you shouldn't need to pay for it. You can typically just download it from the website. Mm-hmm. Um, so doing all of that in looking back at it, that's what takes like the majority of the time, right? Yeah. So. If we did it again and we expanded and we had 10 applications, it wouldn't be so hard, I think, you know, or or 10 times more applications. I mean, if we had 10 times more applications, it wouldn't be so hard going through those applications. What would be difficult is getting all those people to send you the stuff that you need. The (laughs) correct ones. To like, to validate that they actually, you know, qualify. I feel you on that that too, man. I've had to do some of that kind of work before with the little league and it's, it's, oh, a, man. it's a I was chasing people down at their gyms, man. I was like going to the gym. <laughs> I got, and they told I got me, money I like, for hey, you, man. Hold on. <laughs> I'm Sean uh, from just boxing foundation. And you know, we received your application. Yeah. I need you to, to send us a transcript. Yeah. You know what I mean? So earlier yeah. we were talking about trust, you know, in, in the boxing community. It's so it's, it's huge, right? Worldwide, but it is very small right? and tight knit. It is. Yeah. Um, it, trust is a big thing right so if, if people don't know who you are they're like how am i going to give this guy all my information on you know and he's he's supposedly going to give me money is that <laughs> is that difficult for you <laughs> it's extremely difficult yeah it is not specific to the boxing community in the sense that you know like i was saying earlier i think any product is built on trust right yeah, it doesn't right. matter how good your product is if yeah. if the people you're selling it to don't trust you uh, then they're not going to invest in that product they're not going to find it now when I talk about the boxing community, I do think there are things about this community, um, even though it's closed and tight knit, and I, it does seem to feel like a lot of times everyone knows everyone. Uh, I also think that there is good reason that people are not the most trusting mm. in the boxing community. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously in boxing, everything surrounds the fighter. You know, fighters have managers, fighters have coaches, fighters have promoters, they have all these different things. Um, and so there's always this, this kind of fear that when you, when you land on a gem, you know, or this diamond in the rough, there's always some, someone in their ear trying to say, Hey, you know, I can do better for you. It's always, I can do better for you. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, get my hand out, you know, whether I could do a better job of coaching you or I could do a better job of managing you or a better job of promoting you. So in a lot of ways, I think that, um, distrust probably starts there, you know? Um, and it's, understandable Mm because it does happen yeah like i would never say that those things don't happen people poach fighters you know people people do that stuff right um and so as an unknown quantity you know someone like me who's coming in and saying i'm offering this to you i think the natural reaction is kind of like what is what does that person really want what's the catch right yeah what does that person really want yeah um and i think that uh in, and and I understand where that comes from, to some extent. Uh, some people have been very helpful in helping break that down in the local boxing community. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I've there are a lot of people who I've met who are just terrific people, fighters and matchmakers and all all kinds of things. Um, very supportive people who've helped, you know, bend that narrative in our our favor. Yeah. I think the more that we do those types of of initiatives and give the scholarships and do that stuff the more that people will be open to, um, to, uh, you know, asking for our help or, you know, doing things like that. Like we were approached to support, um, an amateur show in Northern California, an all women amateur show. And I was really excited. I was so happy, you know, I was so happy that someone came and said, Hey, you know, we've got this show and, uh, we were wondering if you would be interested in helping sponsor it. And, um, I think it's because I was like, it's, you know, it's exactly the type of thing I would like to be helping with. Yeah, you know what I mean? So yeah. like, yeah, like, let's do it. Not only that, but you start to get, you know, it's called networking, right? You start putting yourself out there. You're, you're meeting these people, shaking hands over here. And then they start talking about, you hear about Sean over here at Just Boxing Foundation. Right. And then that's how it goes, right? Yeah. That snowball effect. With that being said, now yeah. I'm probably going to get people who are asking me to sponsor individual fighters. <laughs> I'm going to have a bunch of people. They're, hey, they're going to be, yeah, be hitting you up on the DM on the for shirt. sure. Get your logo on the shirt. 
Yeah. I can't exactly justify that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we still have to, at the end of the day, you know, we, we kind of have to evaluate each of those opportunities and say, yeah. you know, I've had, I've had people approach me from the beginning to say like, you know, can you sponsor my fighter? Can you sponsor my fighter? But the truth is here's my feeling. Mm-hmm. Okay. As a nonprofit organization, it's key. And this is about trust. It's key for us to be really transparent with where money's going. Yeah. Right. Uh, so when you donate, I want you to know this is where it went. I want you to know that it went towards Olympic trials qualifiers. I want you to know that we, it went towards uh, students who are actively competing, yeah. uh, professional boxers who could not find work. Right. Things like that. Mm-hmm. That's important to build trust in the community. Yeah. Right. I think what would hurt that trust is if you donated money and found out, you know, we paid because a a buddy of mine's fighter was fighting and we wanted to get, you know, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. get the logo on his shirt yep. or something like that. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? hundred percent. Um, and I think if, if people saw a lot of that in the community, they would go like, wait a minute, yeah. don't, don't donate to that organization yeah. because that organization is, is just doing, mm-hmm. you know, th- these types of things. And that, that's smart because I think a lot of people when they're, you know, getting started right here, the the difficulty is, is getting your name out there. So something like that, you're like, well, yeah, I'm going to jump on it. And how much is it going to cost me? Even the, even though you would be probably paying it out of Sean Fitzgerald. Let's just say you were paying out of Sean Fitzgerald. Which I do plenty, by the okay, way. Okay, right. Yeah. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> I do I do plenty. Yeah. But even if you did it that way, it's still just boxing. And people are going to, the, the illusion is going to be that it's through the foundation. Right. Right. right? So like, uh, no, yeah. So I'm very, I'm very conscious of that. The whole team is very conscious of that. You know, so one of the reasons why we haven't gotten into like sponsoring individual fighters yeah. and say, is because I really don't want people to think that, Hey, we're just taking that money and turning it over into, you know, local, uh, guys who I know who've, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. been on the show or, mm-hmm. you know, something like that, yeah. right. That I have a connection to. But you're, you're, uh, sponsors like when you have that uh, academic sponsor program, right? The um, what was it? The boxing edu. Yeah, the scholarship. Yeah, the scholarship. Yeah. So if you have like if you have that, are are they getting the, the gear, the merch? Are are they wearing the just boxing? Uh, well, we did send a shirt. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be completely honest. One of the applicants asked for a shirt. Mm-hmm. One of the awardees yeah. asked for a shirt, and I was like, sure. Yeah. So I sent a shirt. Mm-hmm. I didn't even con- hadn't considered it when i sent it to the other one this is how good i am at marketing by the way (laughs) uh fortunately the other recipient is local and i'll be able to stop by and be like hey by the way here's Here's the the shirt shirt. (laughs) yeah i would can you check this out yeah yeah so uh yeah i'll be able to do to do that nice that's cool what about people that donate we know i know we talked a little bit about that if you know how they got the donate buttons right there right you got 10 a 20 a 30 or 40 50 whatever it is do they get anything, a promotion? We have in the past um, when we were running specific promotions. Mm-hmm. So like if you just went to our website right now and you hit donate or you go to Facebook and you hit donate, um, that's just a straight donation. There will be times during the year where we might say like, hey, if you donate 20 bucks, you know, you'll get a Just Boxing shirt or uh, some type of like merchandise that says Just Boxing on it. Yeah. That's actually really the the main way that that stuff gets circulated yeah. right now. Um so like people that you see with Just Boxing shirts, they were either guests on Just Boxing Live, which was like a f- flagship podcast that we had, you know, some years ago before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, so they either got it as a guest on that podcast or they got it as part of a promotion where we, you know, you give a donation, I'll give you a shirt mm-hmm. kind of yeah, yeah, <laughs> kind yeah. of thing. Or you just um, got to be badass yeah, like me. I haven't. Yeah. Yours was uh, for inviting me here multiple yeah. times to promote the, the foundation stuff and, yeah. and things like that. Um, but yeah, you can't actually buy those shirts. There is a shop on the the website, yeah. but we don't carry these things in stock for that. They're always promotional yeah. giveaways. This is like yeah. the, the hot ticket item. Everybody wants to know where can <laughs> I get the Just Boxing shirts? I've thought about it. <laughs> See, that's like, it's, it's. Um, it, I've thought about the importance of like becoming a brand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like a yeah. sport brand. It's It's difficult because like there's, like check it out. In the boxing community, okay, there's all kinds of nonprofits. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. There's If you look it up, there's all kinds of nonprofits. But normally what that means is that a boxing gym has started a nonprofit and that portions of what that gym does goes towards their like kids or children's program or yeah. something like that. So it's very different from what we do. Mm-hmm. It's not the same as when a gym has a, their own nonprofit yeah. and stuff like that. Also, everybody in the boxing community kind of come has gear. You know what I mean? Like every gym you go to, you can kind of get 
you know, the, the, yeah. the, you get the gloves with their logo on it and you yeah, can get yeah. the, you know. Um, and so like every time I think about these things, I have to think about like, okay, what's, what differentiates us or what's going to separate us? And I don't mean like, hey, separate us from the competition. It's more like to, again, to build trust in the community so that people can look and go, you know, that's not just a, a gym nonprofit or mm. they're not just trying to be the next Everlast yeah, or yeah. the next whatever, right. you know, um, because that's not my motivation. Yeah. You know, that's like, I explained why I'm, why I'm into it. You yeah, know yeah, yeah. what I mean? Right. So like, like, uh, I'm always very careful, you know, yeah. very careful in that sense. And, you know, a lot of that stuff is just to let people know, like it's going to the right. And, and, and again, like if you donated and then it was like, oh, well, is my money going to buy shirts that these guys can then turn around and sell? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, the only, the only, the only thing I would tell you, I guess what would be the, the, the caveat on that, right. Would be if you were to sell them, right. And everything, the proceeds go back to the foundation. True. But I will say one thing about that as a nonprofit, a certain portion of the money that we intake has to come from donations. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't, then we won't retain our nonprofit status. Uh, right. So as an example, right, if I blow this up into a killer clothing brand and everybody wants to buy clothes, at that point I'm not a nonprofit, I'm just a clothing brand. Mm. Right. Yeah. Um, be and and that's essentially what will happen to the to the company as well. It would become like, you know, we would have to just be a, a, an incorporation essentially mm-hmm. because all the money is coming from from selling clothes and yeah. from from other initiatives and things like that. Yeah. So I'm always very conscious of stuff like that. I was thinking more like fundraiser. Again, I don't want to turn it into like fundraiser, a crazy, yeah. you know, little thing. But like if it was a fundraiser just to generate money for the next big scholarship. Right. A hundred percent. I could totally get on board with that. Yeah. yeah. Basically a rewards based fundraiser mm-hmm. program. Yeah. So um those are things that we talk about doing all the time, rewards based fundraisers where we're going and and you know, for each level Maybe you get some different, you know, types yeah. of merchandise at this level. You get this at this level. You get that, mm-hmm. right? Those are actually very common. You see people do that with like, um, you know, different other other types of tools, almost like a Kickstarter type thing. Yeah. Although that's not for donations, mm-hmm. but well, um, I, I mean, I see it all the time on when I catch NPR and I'm listening to that. It's always like, hey, you know, contribute, you know, con- contribute over here. For every tier that you contribute, you get a license plate frame, a shirt, a hat, a yeah. mug, whatever. You know what I mean? But yeah. like that's exactly what that is, you know. I I totally agree. Yeah. I could totally get on board with something. Yeah. Like that. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I love your your shirt because it's and don't ever change it. It's so <laughs> it's just the simplicity of it. Just just boxing. That's it with the period. If that doesn't have a period, then get the heck out of here, right? It has to have the has, to, it have has the to have the period. I'm very passionate about that. Yeah. Actually, well, it is now. Um, in some cases, that is a registered trademark of just boxing. Is it really? Uh, yeah, and um, and so uh, now sometimes where the period is, you have the registered trademark. Oh, symbol. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I like instead, it. Of, instead of the period. Where's my period? Right yeah. here. Bam. On shirts, you got it. It's got to be the period. Yeah, it's it's, gotta it's you got to have it. You got to have it. (laughs) Yeah. I have like, I literally, I'm so protective Mm -hmm. of that, um, that I have logo. The company has logo branding guidelines. So like, yeah. So if you want to use that logo, let's say we partner with you Mm -hmm. and say, we're going to, we're going to do something in partnership. You would have to basically be provided the guidelines and the guidelines tell you how you can and cannot use the logo. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm like super protective. This is cool because that means that you've, you've thought of, I mean, almost everything. <laughs> I would. I definitely haven't thought of anything. I mean, well, I'm not a marketing genius by <laughs> far. Uh, otherwise, the company would be bigger than it is, or or our social media presence, yeah. you know, would be bigger than it yeah, is. Yeah, but that's an easy fix. Once once you once you get the ball rolling, you hire someone that's in, that does social media. That's it. <laughs> like that's all you got to do for the for us, you know, social media. You know, you know what I mean? Because that's I guess so. there's people that that's all they do. They love doing that, and if they're gonna yeah. do it for a good cause, it's even better. You know, it is really important for me how. Though. Mm-hmm. It's important for me how. So I'll tell you, like, for instance, we have 1,200 followers on Facebook and and maybe like 900 or, or something like that on Instagram, mm-hmm. right? They're all totally organic and they're there for the content that's on the page. There are so many, and this, and um, I don't want this to sound like I'm putting down these pages or anything, but mm-hmm. there are many, many pages that do boxing memes and like boxing videos and boxing content. And it's just not what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it's not, a boxing media company, you know, and it's not like, I, I don't want to become 
here's why. Most of the time, those memes are at the expense of fighters. Mm. And I'm not in that business, yeah. right? Like I can't, I can't even get into it. I actually have a hard time with pound for pound conversations anymore, mm. right? Because uh, I just, I don't feel the need to tear anybody down. You know, that's how pound for pound conversations go. You ever heard of boxing? Yeah. You ever watch a, a feed? Mm-hmm. Go into a boxing room. Uh, what do they call it? A group? A the boxing group, yeah. group on Facebook? Like you ever check out one of those? Something? Yeah. It's the most venomous group of of people that you could find boxing fans. Yeah. What, what's, <laughs> I know exactly cases. what you're talking about. And what's sad is, is that that some of these guys have never ever ever even put on a pair of gloves. <laughs> many many people. You know what I mean? Oh man, there's so much venom that floats around yeah. in that. And like the way it works is like I'll ask you, who do you think the best fighter in the world is? Mm-hmm. You know, name of fighter. Uh, best fighter in the world. Well, yeah. just because it's so relevant, Canelo Alvarez. Okay, so Canelo, a lot of people say that, yeah. Canelo Alvarez. Now, if I wanted to disagree with you, the way I would go about that, like let's say I think my the best fighter to me is all Terrence Crawford, mm-hmm. right? I think it's Terrence Crawford, you think it's Canelo Alvarez. Yeah. The way that we go about debating that is we just absolutely shred each other's fighter as best as we can. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, I make up all these things about Canelo Alvarez and why, and, 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 and I call him names and I say, he's a cherry picker and he, mm-hmm. you know, all these terrible things. Right. And you're going to do the same about Bud, Bud Crawford never fought anybody and all the, who did he beat though? Yeah. And all, all that nonsense. Right, right. By the way, if you're a boxing fan and you watch this, if that phrase has ever crossed your lips. Okay. If you ever drop the, who did he beat though? You're a straight up hater. Yeah. Straight up hater. Who did he beat though? Anyways, the point is, is just like, to be honest. Yeah, I'm yeah, just being honest. <laughs> no, but uh the thing is is like like that's how they go about it, right? They just yeah. just absolutely rip to shreds the other fighter, their resume, everything they ever accomplished in their mm-hmm. career. And I'm kind of at a spot where I feel like um I just think they're both great and I'm content to just say yeah, they're both yeah. yeah. First of all, it's imaginary, people. It's imaginary. It is. Pound for pound is make believe. Because it, <laughs> these guys are pound for I mean, Rocky like, Balboa. It would be like, yeah, it would be like if I ask you who would win in a fight between Grover and Elmo, and yeah. then we had some serious debate <laughs> about it. Yeah. You're not gonna see it. It's it's fake. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like like chill out, right? So the point is, I, I like at unless this it's point, rock, unless it's uh, the movie Rocky Balboa. Then, Rocky Balboa. It's just, you got to watch it. Yeah make believe but it's good yeah. but um yeah the thing is like that's how they go about it right they would just, like just tear down each other's fighters and i'm I'm kind of content to just say hey i think they're both exceptional talents they're both very good at what they do yeah and um and i get that like the pound for pound conversation is like an important thing for views and people like to tune into it and stuff. So it's, it's not a very you know wow yeah. position mm-hmm. like oh okay so you just don't have a position you just don't want to pick right um, and it's not, I'm happy to, <clears throat> I'm happy to talk about who has more skills in what area, but that's never how those conversations no. go. Yeah. That's never how they go. Right. So like, I look at it and I'm like, I don't want to be the boxing meme guy. I don't want to be the guy who's making fun of fighters. I don't want to share conspiracy theories mm-hmm. and I don't want to talk about things that I don't know about. Yeah. Right. Like I'll give you like everybody will, they post things and they make all theories and conjecture. Like they know people's contracts and you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like they know what's in the yeah, contract yeah, and yeah. they know, oh, so-and-so said they're going to fight this person and, and all that, you know? Um, and at the end of the day, it's like, uh, they're, they're just kind of, those aren't my lane. Mm-hmm. They're not my lane. Yeah. I'm not into it. And I, I don't want to, I don't want to make trouble for anybody. If it, like, what's the point of me doing what I'm going to do? Right. If, if I'm going to also at the same time say, yeah. You know, hate on you're, this person and yeah. tear that person down. You're, you're, you're not, you're not in it to put anyone down. You're, in, you're in it to elevate, right? Yeah. And, and then you're not doing it. Doing yeah. It. There's like this thing, like young men think that. <laughs> it, I, I maybe it's, I don't know. I feel like when you're a young man, right? You feel like in order for you to succeed, other people have to fail, mm. right? Like I have to, like I have to crush these people down yeah. in order for me to be up here. Right. It's that gladiator war. I'm like, mentality. I'm like past that point in my life. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just want like I, I can be I could do it and you could do it too. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's one of the reasons why, like, you know, I had a boxing podcast. You would see me go on a bunch of other people's podcasts. You would see me have those people on my show yeah. at the same time back then. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because there was, you know, there's competitiveness for sure. Before. Where like part of you goes like, Oh, I want to be better than right. this show or I want to do that. But at the end of the day, if your agenda is you just want to help the people who are fighters, 
That's what I'm there to do, right? Mm -hmm. I'm there to give them a platform and let them talk, right? All that other stuff is just about fulfilling my ego. It's not important. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I, like, you, you said it earlier, though, man. Some of the most um, successful people, though, were the ones that 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 did it with other people, right? They 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 uh, elevated themselves with others without putting anyone else down. Now, of course, you're going to get some people that made a lot of money by crushing the competitor. Yeah. But, I mean, is it sustainable? Yeah. You know? I mean, the, and don't get me wrong. People build a big following crushing people and putting people down and doing all that stuff. People yeah. build a big following that way, yeah. right? Uh, I just kind of refused. Here's the thing. I don't have to. I don't have to do it. Yeah. We're already doing good things, mm -hmm. right? I just named a bunch of things that I think are great for the boxing community. I want to continue to do those things. If I could just do that, I and would more. be content, yeah. right? I would love to build it. I would love for it to be bigger, but I have no need to compromise any values to do it. Mm-hmm. Right. If you told me, hey, like compromise these values and you can get another ten thousand dollars, I don't have to. I'm you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, I don't yeah. have to do it. Yeah. I'm not in a position where I'm forced to do that. Mm -hmm. It's not how I make my living. I don't make a dime off of boxing. Yeah. I never have. Right. <laughs> and uh and and so it's not like that's not where my livelihood comes from. It's not like, you know, yeah. so at the end of the day, like I, I just don't have to compromise. Yeah. I don't have to do things that way. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? This is why I miss your podcast. <laughs> why is that? Because you're so passionate about it, man. I am, like, dude. You, you get you get all into it. I, I just love it. it. It's not like that same commercialized stuff that you that you watch on, you know, on ESPN. No offense to anybody on ESPN, because you know I know they watch the show, but uh, you know, it's not commercialized like that. Yeah. It's it's you coming from the heart and you're talking about it. Yeah, I mean, I still get feedback. Like people will still tell me, like, oh, but you don't want to. You just don't want to choose. Right. Like you don't want to take a lane. You want to be politically correct. You don't want to choose people, you know. And so I think some people misunderstand why I say that, like why I don't like having the pound for pound discussion, you know. Yeah. Uh, like um, it's mainly because I don't most of you, I don't think have it right. You don't have the right <laughs> discussion. You don't talk about the right things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, boxing fans. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Which, but uh, you know, it, it, well, you know, I hear this word a lot. The casual boxing fans are the ones that are doing most of that talking. <laughs> Because the ones that are really into it, you know, they're probably not going to... In boxing, a lot of people use that as like a negative term. The casual boxing fan? Yeah. I know. I, I've I've said that to many people and then they, they just look at me like, hmm. Yeah. A, lo a lot of people use it as a negative term. They, you know, the casual, casuals this and casuals that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And even, it's, it's the same kind of thing. Like, what do you care what other people watch? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. What you, like, that's such a weird thing to have beef with. Yeah. What you watch on TV. <laughs> that is true. I never really thought about it like that, but it's true. Yeah, I'm just going to hate on Fidel because of what he watches on TV. It's true. Yeah. Like, imagine if I was here feeling venom because you watched, I don't know, what's popular on Netflix right now? Squid know. Games. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, I've yeah. never seen it. Yeah. Imagine yeah. if I was sitting here just heated because you watched Squid Games. Like, like dude. That... that <laughs> there's like, some, but you know out, what? Bro. That's the That's the majority of the way people are thinking right now. And that sucks, yeah. dude, because everybody's canceling each other out because of that. Like, I, you know, <laughs> they're too concerned of what other people are doing. Yeah. Just chill out. Just chill out. Just chill Relax. Out. Relax. Too much work. Just chill. It is. More, it's more work than it doing is. nothing. It's you ever very think stressful. about that? It's more work than doing nothing. It is. Yeah. When you like, just... So I, you know, we had the, the channel where we, the Sweet Science boxing channel yeah. which is what used to host the the podcast right right so if you go to sweet science boxing you can find old versions of the podcast that i used to do right that has probably something like fifty thousand subscribers mm -hmm. right plenty of them uh had not positive things to say about me <laughs> right like which is something that you definitely have to get used to uh did you, you read the comments yeah okay i always yeah. i engage too did you? i engage in the comments yes in, I try and make a productive discussion out of yeah. it, right? So, like, I'll see things like a guy will say, hey, that guy's an idiot, mm -hmm. right? And my comment is always going to be more like, you know, I appreciate that. Like, what what is it that, that I said, right? What do you think is, is wrong? Can you explain it to me? And then I'll explain why I think that it's right, yeah. you know? And interestingly enough, I found that if you do that with enough, you know, back and forth with people, they'll be like, yeah, okay, I respect you, thanks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, sort yeah. of thing. Uh, but... After a while, like, um, you know, I can see how it would get to, you know, if you got a big following, um, not, we didn't have it. I was able to 
answer every comment. Yeah. You know, like, cause we didn't get enough comments for me to be like, oh, I can't read all that. Yeah. If you had too many, you wouldn't be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Right. But at the same time, like there was plenty of haters down there. Like it actually took them, they had to expend energy to do that instead of just like changing to the next video yeah. or being like, forget this guy. They actually took the time to comment on it and t- took their energy to do it and be like, your show sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? You're kind of like, wow, man, I but wish it, you'd just move on. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is that it worked because they, they did that because the only reason why they did, they wanted to engage with you and then you answered. So like, They could have just called but, the show. <laughs> was there a hotline? I didn't know there was a hotline. I did have a number. Did I do, It was a secret number, but yeah, you oh. could call in. Well, I... I I don't get too many of those. Con- I don't get any. I mean, I get the some thumbs up and good show. Like yeah, those are cool, right? But I don't get nearly enough comments that you probably you guys probably get. Oh, uh, we didn't or, have or, a ton, yeah. but I had plenty of people. Uh, the other thing is we were going live, right? right. So when oh, you're doing so you get people when like, you're doing the live, there's people just live yeah, commenting yeah, yeah, yeah. on, them. and you have all kinds. Of, I've had all kinds of negative things said about me that I won't even repeat because I, they're vulgar and yeah and all that. Well, all, and, all uh, I would answer was with when I would get because I get some. I got a flat earther one one time. Uh, he even put the timestamp of when we were talking about flat earth. Yeah. Uh, well, we're saying how the world is round, and and the guy goes, "It's flat," and then he put in the timestamp of when we actually were talking about that. And I went back and checked, and I'm like, "Oh shit, we were having that conversation of the world being round." Well, this guy was all like really upset about it, but all I answer is because I do answer because of the algorithm, whatever. Yeah. And I just answer with uh, "thanks for watching," thumbs up, and that's it. Right. Because I don't want to. I don't want because I know I can go back and say, "Well, prove to me," and then it's just it's going to be a never-ending discussion. <laughs> and because you can't convince someone that's really well, or maybe in yours, in yours, it, it worked out. No, well, I, don't I don't think I ever convinced them, anyone. But they respected no, you. No, I don't maybe? think I ever convinced anyone. I think that the the actual back and forth made them be less hostile. Mm. That's all I mean. Yeah. Right. Like by the time we got to the end of the communication, it was more like, okay, thanks. You know what I mean? Yeah. As opposed to just like this idiot likes to, you know, blah, 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 yeah. vulgar this. And, you know, he's like, all right, thanks. That guy. You're still an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> but I appreciate it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I used to do that in comments a lot, yeah. you know, and I would get in heated debates. I, I had people comment a bunch of negative things about guests I would have on and, Things like that, because you remember, I'd bring in anybody. Like if if you worked in the boxing community, yeah, um, you know, I remember having on a strength and conditioning trainer and right. people getting in my comments like, "Why do you let these Rumble trainers come on your show and talk <laughs> about boxing and they don't know what they're talking about?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and that was like maybe, you know, that that went on for like fifteen comments back and forth before the Jeez. guest. The guest actually reached out to me and was like. I hope you don't feel like you have to answer that guy like to defend me. Just ignore that guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just ignore him. Yeah. Just ignore that guy. You're like, no, but man, I'm like, good. I got I'm this. Like, no, it's fine. It oh, was man. fine. I, I hope that you do bring back the podcast in some form. Uh, and maybe just has to do with the foundation, you know, in maybe. that aspect. Maybe interview fighters. Uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe. Or you know what? That'd be pretty cool. You send in like a virtual applica- uh, application or, or like a little, give us yeah. a short video of why you deserve this uh, uh, scholarship. <laughs> well, you know, actually one of the coolest, uh, we have a video on Instagram that's just the, that was from the Olympic trials initiative and the the people who received the scholarship, yeah. some of them were willing to create a, a video nice. just saying like a little, like I, they would say like, hey, this is so-and-so, I'm your 2020 Olympic hopeful no games, just boxing. Right. And we, and we cut all those together. And for some reason, like I still get a kick out of watching that video out of all the, you know what I mean? Like, I still feel like, Oh, that's that's cool. cool," You know? Like, so I think, um, I've thought about bringing it back, man. Like there, there are a lot of things that I got. Um, you know, I was just this past week actually, uh, on, um, Monday a week ago. Um, I was on a show called the boxing rundown. Mm Mm-hmm. And one of the hosts of the box and shout out to to Ruckus and and Stax who's on that show now my my podcast partner right. uh, co-host on that show Fern, um, those cats they were talking about how this is like their therapy yeah you know that's what they said on the show this is like our therapy this is what we do that podcast literally for me uh, started from like a therapy session yeah that's like a true story right mm-hmm. where um, it actually started with my boxing coach saying. Hey, we could do this. Let's do it. Who's your first it. guest, right? What's that? Who's your first guest? He was a co-host. Oh, your co-host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the show is just as much his, you know, as mine, yeah. right? 
Um, so he, he was a co-host and he was like, Hey, we could do this. Let's put on this podcast. So we did it. Mm-hmm. Right. But it was like nerve wracking, man. Like trying to figure out how the live worked and like, I'm not a sound technician. I don't yeah. know how the, the cameras work and all that. And I didn't know any of that stuff. And he and I operate just on different levels. He's very like, um, uh, what do you call it? Like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very methodical, like very, you know, has to be done this way. I planned it all out in advance. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and he's kind of the opposite of that very effective individual, right? Like when he sets his mind to something, he can do it. Yeah. Right. Um, but it's like, it's not necessarily like the sort of planned approach that I would take to mm. something. And so it was literally, uh, you know, a therapist at the time telling me, this is good for you. Yeah. Like stay, continue to do it. Yeah. It's good. It's going to, it's going to give you stress that you can learn from and exercise like in a good way. Yeah. Right. So it was quite literally like my therapy nice. doing that show and doing all that stuff. So I get a, a lot from it. I won't pretend that I don't mm-hmm. like, I get a lot from doing the show. Um, it evolved over time. I wanted to do it for different reasons. By the end, I was doing it for completely different reasons mm-hmm. than than the beginning. Yeah. Right. And that's kind of what evolved into creating the foundation to begin with. This is more I just want to help people and give people a voice and give an opportunity to be seen, make them feel good. You know what right. I mean? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. and so like uh there's definitely parts of it that I miss. There's parts of it I don't miss hmm. for sure. Um like they have a lot of me in them. <laughs> if I'm being honest, right? They have a little bit too much of me. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, it's hard for me to justify. Like when I say, Hey, I want to do this. Cause I want to, I want to showcase fighters. I want to do that. And then take half a show giving my opinions on boxing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, I do want to do it for the fighters, but I think if I brought it back, it's like, there's just, a, it, do, it doesn't, I don't need to be a focus in any way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I would almost, I was telling you earlier, like I'd almost rather just do like a sit down where like I'm interviewing you, but you don't even see me. And I cut out all my, my questions or whatever, <laughs> all my stuff later. Yeah. yeah so yeah, it yeah. just, just ends up being you talking yeah. the whole time and you don't even hear me or see mm-hmm. me or stuff like that. I mean, it's like a you documentary, know? you know, like, right? you know, yeah, just like a short just, thing. Yeah. There's, there's nothing wrong with that either. If you yeah. can, you, if you, if you do it right, you can do it. You know, yeah. you know, what's good about that. It's timeless. Yeah. Right. Like a lot of the episodes that we had in the past, they're not relevant, mm-hmm. right? They're two years old. We're talking about fights that either already happened or couldn't happen or do whatever. Like right. when I talk about what happened this weekend between Gervonta Davis, you know what I mean? And then you talk about it and it's expired, right? Like yeah, it's done. That's it. Um, and then if you, if you want to go back and watch an old guest because you want to learn about their past and do all that different stuff, you could do that, but you have to sit through an hour talking about fights that are two years old. Yeah. You know <laughs> You know That's what I true. mean? Like, yeah. so, so you look at it and you're like, man, that content just dries up real yeah. quick. And it's not that I'm doing it for the content. It's more like I could create something better for the fighters. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, yeah. I can create something that you could show to people six months from now and would still be relevant yeah. because you're talking about your experience and where you're from and like all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So in some ways, uh, I could do that. I don't know if it'd be as therapeutic hmm. for me as like, you know, maybe this session might be Yeah. right. But at the same time, it's also, you know, it's it's not all about me, you know. <laughs> but you know what? I think it would be therapeutic for you because you're still having that conversation. You know what I mean? That's true. You're, you're still having it and 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 that's what, you know, the original conversation is going to be that therapy and then the rest is just, you know, your platform for that fighter. Right. You know, which is, again, not a bad thing. It's a good, you know. Yeah. If you do it right. So yeah. Or maybe like separate it two different kind of like one when when I do guess, I'm just doing guess. And when I'm talking about boxing and we're talking about the matches, I'm only gonna have people who just talk about boxing yeah. and the matches, you know. Well, see, like you yeah. just said right now is uh it's it's the other ones are timeless and these are they have an expiration date. Yeah. So it would make more sense to do those live. Yeah. And then the yeah. other ones are pre recorded on demand. You know what I mean? You give me ideas Boom. now, man. There you go. <laughs> That's what we do. You're here. giving me ideas now. <laughs> but it, it it makes sense because yeah, no one's gonna go back and check that out because yeah. don't you know? It's, that's what I try to do here. You know, I've always I've always tried to like not talk current events. You know, sometimes you might get into it, but yeah, I always yeah. try to keep it like, hey, what 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 are you about? So that way you can share it just with someone else, and then they can check it out a year from now. Yeah. Digital footprints. I always say that digital footprints. Right. What we leave behind. 
See, you thought about it in advance way more than I did. <laughs> I did. I was just talking on. That was the plan. I was just talking live. <laughs> no, nah, you're good, just man. Getting on the, just getting on the thing and talking. Yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait to see it because I know you're going to do uh, a lot of big things with this. Um, I definitely want to be a part of it somewhere or another where, uh, you know, if we can help fundraise, you know, sure. uh, let me know when's the next big thing and whatever we can do to help out. We're going to try to do it, you know? Definitely. I will uh, do. Yeah, man. We'll probably be having to do some fundraising here in the next couple months and okay. doing stuff like that. We just did the two big initiatives. So the the scholarship and then immediately after that, we sponsored the the all women's tournament. So there you go. we're kind of now in a cycle where we're going to have to start doing fundraising again before we can do, you know, whatever we land on next. All right. Yeah. There you go. There it is, man. Anything you want to uh, say to them before we close out, let them know uh, anything. Uh, Just first, thank you for having well, me again, man. Thanks I think for coming, it's like man. the third time. Yeah. I really appreciate it. You're always giving me an opportunity to come course, on here and share anytime, with you guys. Anytime. Um, and you know, thanks to all of our supporters. In fact, um, you know, just boxing foundation can only do these things because of the people who have donated and, and given their time and, and, and their donations to do it. So I really appreciate it. Thanks to the team. You know what I mean? There's a great group of people. Um, so yeah, that's just that. Thanks for having me. You can find us at justboxing.org, just boxing foundation on Instagram, just boxing foundation on Facebook. And, uh, that's it. There you have it. Adios, you guys. Take care. Yeah. Host about for damn. Tell it like it is. Only tell it rare. Live every Tuesday. You know the deal. We talking again. We talking again. Now tuned in to the tap in. Now tuned in to the tap in. Now tuned in to the tap in. We talking again. We talking again. Come on, we're